Hello and welcome to yet another episode of One Sporting Way. My name is Riley Clark, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Remy and Dave. Let's start. Remy, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Hey, what's up? Oh, you know, recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a really good mood. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to explain. That's good to hear. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Just feeling good. Um, yeah. I, I'll start with what I'm drinking. I'm drinking Blue Moon Mango Weed. Surprise, surprise. I, I am starting. I'm going to make a list of all the mango beers I want to try. So keep sending those in. Uh, I just, my life is crazy. I haven't had time to go to a liquor store. And this is the only kind of beer left in my fridge, which I'm fine with, honestly. I'm in a good mood because sports are amazing, and it was just a really good weekend for sports. As you guys know, I'm a huge Nebraska Huskers fan, and football absolutely demolished Northwestern. Uh, Nebraska volleyball swept Michigan State. Uh, sporting one. We we have a lot of sporting games to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm doing well. Life is crazy, but it's also really fun. Dave, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Hey, I am doing good. I promise I didn't compare notes with Remy, but I'm also drinking a Blue Moon Mango Wheat. Wow, this is um, the first time got... I think Wait, we've had give me the three same. seconds. I've got one in my fridge. Hold on. Riley ran out of the room, but I'll just keep going. This like, is one sporting way pod first. This is beers with Dave and Remy, our new segment. But anyway, <laughs> you guys got onto me last week because it was like, Dave, why don't you ever drink mango beer? And it's so ironic because I do all the time. I guess I just hadn't on the podcast. So yeah, I went boating yesterday, which everything is sore because we were tubing. Yeah. So like my entire body is just like a statue right now. I can't move anything, but I brought uh mango wheat and it was a huge hit, so now that's what's in my fridge. So yeah, we're all drinking the same beer. I'm glad you finally tried a mango beer, Dave. Oh, sorry, guys. Yes, finally for the first time. <laughs> uh, I made it back. That was a long run. That was fast too. No, I my and it would have been faster. My mother-in-law was on Facetime, so I had to wave and say hello. Oh, um, and Robin was concerned because her candle burned out and she needed a new one. I thought you meant you ran. You were running room. so fast to get your mango beer that you blew out the candle. <laughs> no, well, I'm no, just impressed you fun. went to the candle store, bought her a new candle, and came back in that time. That's yeah, fast. I know it was amazing. The magic of editing. Just was, kidding, <laughs> we didn't edit that. <laughs> no, but guess what? I am also now drinking a Blue Moon Mango Wheat. Oh, you nice. guys, we'll take a picture after this and I'll put it on the gram. <laughs> yes, we should. just a nice screenshot of us holding up our mango beers. It's beautiful. Um, Dave, I, I don't know, Dave, did you finish up saying how you were doing? Synopsis, I went tubing, so my entire body hurts like crazy, but I'm doing good. Yeah, that tracks. Other than that, yes. <laughs> now, tubing, not like whitewater rafting. Like just No, like tube. tubing on a lake. That hurts. But yep. it, it's it's a good kind of hurt because you got to go tubing. True. I feel like Riley does that in the ocean like every day though. So oh oh gosh no, <laughs> dude. Uh, I've been tubing in the ocean. It's freaking impossible. <laughs> yes, the waves are too intense. Like they just launch you, and there's there's nothing you could do. <laughs> and you'll probably get bit by a shark. Maybe right now we you're not supposed to be out in the ocean right now. We've got a riptide because there's a hurricane off the in oh. out in the ocean. It's gonna get nowhere near us, but it's causing enough riptide that they're like, if you're at the beach, just stay on the beach right now. And it's a good call. It is a good call. And I don't think no, we don't have plans to go to the beach anytime this week. Maybe this weekend. I'm doing really good. I just sent off an email to get my first tattoo. Uh, it is not a 
one sporting way tattoo. We are still 87 episodes away from that. Uh, but it is a tattoo that I actually Robin gifted it to me last year for my birthday. And then I just haven't gotten it. So she said before my birthday, which is on Sunday, we need to like either get it or make an appointment to get it. Cause then it's like, I still haven't gotten my gift from last year. And then my birthday this year showed up. So I'm getting my tattoo. All hopefully right. on friday are you gonna nice. give us a sneak peek of what it is or keep it a surprise uh oh no i i will um i mean this is a uh, audio format but i will send you guys uh, a picture of it i riley have it. stop pulling your pants down <laughs> what remy yes i i it's not a butt tattoo it is going on my arm and I don't appreciate that apparently <laughs> I'm getting a butt tattoo is my first one. Hey, I think they're great. No judgment at all. Riley using it as a motivational technique, like in the <laughs> office, where he's like, come on, David Rebby, let's you know, let's come stay on. motivated. We're all, we're all gonna get butt tattoos. If we get ten thousand yes. followers, we'll all get butt tats. Oh my god. I am gosh. not committing to that. <laughs> you know what? I I would commit to that, Dave. Some How many thousand have- did you say? Ten. Ten thousand? Do I don't it's know. Like half the sporting stadium in a, <laughs> yes. on a given game. Half of them know and follow uh, one sporting way. You bet I'll get an ass tap. For I'll our consider fans. it, but I'm not committing just yet. <laughs> nope, I will commit to it, and we will put out a fan poll at that point, and they will pick our tattoos. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm definitely not committing it to that. It will just be Graham Zussi's man bun, no head, just the. Bun. Yes, no, like that's an option. Oh, oh god. god, I got so excited about the idea of that that my microphone just broke. Um, but besides that, I mean, I I'm doing pretty pretty good right now. Life life is kind of moving along. Uh, school. I had a really bad week last week, but this week it kind of picked up, and so I'm doing a okay. Good, nice. good. Being yeah. a teacher is so hard, and you are such a good teacher, Riley. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's a job that you got to do if you love, and it is hard to be a teacher if you don't love being a teacher. So, and um, we've all had teachers that fell into that category. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That is true. Um, I just dropped in the Zencaster chat to you guys the a link to the tattoo, if you would all like right. to check it out. It says tattoo Google drawings. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Okay. So it's like a honey pot from like Winnie the Pooh. And Winnie the Pooh does have an ass tat. Yes. 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 This it's, like in, it's like Inception. <laughs> it's a yes. tattoo with a tattoo on it. And the, mm-hmm. and the butt tat has a tat and it just goes down from there. Yeah. I really like fractals and it's just a tattoo of a tattoo of a tattoo of a tattoo infinite it, it's gonna cost me like three grand it's gonna be amazing <laughs> they need to ship in like Worth some it. micro needles to get all the detail in yes it's gonna be awesome no it, it is an interlocking cross i'm planning on putting it on the front part of my forearm but because i haven't gotten a tattoo like i i like really want to talk with the the girl before and be like how big should it be like will this look good like but i i i like the look of it i've kind of always doodled it on my inner hand when i get bored and so it's just it's it's kind of been a part of my life since i was in high school so that's nice. awesome it'll be yeah. so fun let's go ahead and move into we have a lot of sporting to talk about so before we get to the games this week we're going to hit on a couple pieces of news just so we make sure we get to them here at the top um cuz we got some big stuff that happened so first off we signed Johnny Russell to an ex- two year extension which I'm super excited for when you sign your captain as well as you all know I have a weird love affair 
with Johnny Russell and how yeah, I love you want him. him to be your dad. I do. And <laughs> I think my dad listens to the podcast and Brian, I love you. Hi, Brian. But I can have multiple dads. That's yes, fine. you can. This is a modern podcast. We're a progressive <laughs> yeah. group of people. Yeah. Um, I would like my dad to maybe marry Johnny Russell and my mom be okay <laughs> with it. And then I've got two dads and a mom. And like some Scottish siblings. That's Probably. fine. And one Hungarian sibling. Yes. Because <laughs> Daniel is, yeah. Sweet yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And speaking of the of the guy, team of the week and player of the week. Well deserved. Yes, yeah, first yes. player of the week nod that any sporting player has gotten all season. So that's super exciting. Oh, my gosh. The guy, both of them are on fire right now. And because of that, Daniel will be leaving on international duty here soon, followed with Gadi Kinda, which are two people we've seen leave on international duty, I think, twice already this year. And at so least, we're, we're yeah. pretty used to it at it, this point. It does make me nervous because we just don't have that many regular season games yet. And so I feel like now that we're really in a rhythm, it's going to be a little bit tricky on the, the guys who are staying here and we're trying to figure out the formation all over again. But we do wish them the best of luck wherever they are. We'll be behind them for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely nervous based on how things went last time. Shallowy went on international duty. It was a little bit of a bumpy ride. I think that was the period where we drew like multiple games against teams like way lower in the standings. So hopefully we can figure things out. Maybe this will give us some more chances to see like Duke and Harris and some of those exciting younger guys. Uh, and last bit of uh, sporting news. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Busio. For Venencia FC has scored his first Syria uh, goal in in his career, and it was Yay! awesome. Yeah, yeah, so exciting. He's like starting now, and like he's just killing it over there. Did either of you get to see the goal? I haven't seen it, but hopefully, the first of many. Oh yeah, like he's. This is like he. I think he just needed to get this first goal out of the way, and now that he's starting, he's just going to get more and more chances to to rack him up. I am excited. And for the first time, like I have had no reason to follow Italian soccer until now. And now like that's my team. I'm a Venezia man. Yeah. Till they eventually <laughs> we'll trade him. To get matching somewhere. jerseys. Ooh, that would be oh, fun. Man. Yeah, I would. I would purchase a Venezia jersey. I will even go so far as to say if we get 10,000 uh, like <laughs> listeners, I will let them choose which jersey I get. Like we could be talking home away alternate kit i mean the sky's the limit like the fans can choose at that point what if they give you a houston dynamo jersey no it has to be venezia no oh, we'll okay. have a fourth option on that poll <laughs> yeah a write-in option yes <laughs> it'll yes and dave will have to go out and buy a houston dynamo jersey uh that, like makes me want to spit honestly it's probably something i would be willing to do over getting a butt tattoo but barely why i don't understand a, a butt tat like you can hide it like no one will ever see that yeah, unless for I'll some know. reason you want to show know it. it's there and if we put it in the hands of the listeners it'll be a houston dynamo logo no, like, the just know that no. <laughs> that would be <laughs> yes. the worst option yes i know like we're gonna pick things that would be fun for them to choose from like we're not gonna like, oh as long as it's multiple choice that's totally different yes, i thought yes. you meant just like open-ended people can nominate stuff and then other people could vote for it no 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 no, like, no, 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 no 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 i am not <laughs> which i'm still not in but like especially not if that were what it was 
I don't know. All right, let's move into these these soccer games. Let's talk about yes. we uh we recorded last time right before the Seattle game because Dave and Remy, you both were there. We were. So you're gonna get a chance to uh really kind of dig into what happened there uh, at the right. game. But and I and I was watching, of course, from the comfort of my home here in South Carolina. But we've had so a two one loss at home to Seattle. I know that was a heartbreaker to a lot of us, and Dave has uh, a lot of notes written out here, uh, so I know he's going to have plenty to say. Then yeah, we come I wrote back. The, I wrote those kind of in anger. Like it was like I think if you read them, you could tell it was like, "What's going on with this?" and "What was the thought process behind this?" But yeah, I'll definitely have plenty to say about it. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Uh, then we come back, chip on our shoulder, three-one win against Dallas. That game was super fun to watch. I enjoyed that game so much. Shallowy with a brace in that game. It was amazing. And then today, literally hours before we're recording, Sporting goes on a tear with a 4-2 win over Houston, who we just, you if you haven't found out, we're not big fans of Houston. <laughs> and no. so we're all very happy that this uh, that 4-2 that uh, win came across. So I'm going to let you guys kind of take uh, the wheel here with the Seattle game because you were actually there. So talk about talk about the game. Talk about your reaction to, to what happened. It was just a pretty bad game overall. Um, number one, Zussi and Luis Martins both had bad games. They both had really costly giveaways. Um, that led, I mean, in Zussi's case, it led to two goals. In Martin's case, we got away with it, but barely. Um, and then it was just very strange because we were chasing the game the entire second half and our entire team looked exhausted. And we only made two substitutions. And one of them was a defensive midfielder and the other one was a center back. And so it was like, I don't know. It, I just would have liked to see in that game in particular, maybe us get some of the young players on there. Johnny Russell in particular, you could see every time the ball wasn't near him, it was like hands on the knees, doubled over, tired. So the whole time I was like, all right, where's Duke? Like, let's get him on there. But I was at the game. So, of course, they lost. Oh, that's not always true. It's been true, I think, all but one time so far this season. Well, Dave, it is your fault then. I d yeah, don't worry. I didn't go to the game today. It was a home game and we won. So... You know, I learned my lesson. I have to agree with Dave here. I was super pumped for this game. It was supposed to be one of the best ones of the whole season because it was the first seed against the second seed. I guess we're not seeds yet, but the first ranked team versus second. And I just expected the level of play to be extremely high and really crisp, sharp passes. I didn't really get that. And I do think our defense is a big fault. Um, yeah, it was just a little frustrating. It makes me kind of sad seeing Zussi kind of not up to what his usual speed has been. I think he's just really getting up there in age and it's finally starting to catch up with him, which makes me really sad. Um, but yeah, it, I, I was definitely more frustrated than anything else. I didn't understand Peter Vermes's sub choices, especially when we were down a goal, you would think that we would want to get fresh legs up in the offense. That didn't happen. And yeah, I just, I really think we had taken a step back and we had so much momentum going into this game. So I was kind of at a loss for words. It was so frustrating because one of his giveaways for their second goal, he made an amazing run and slide tackle and everyone was cheering his name and then he immediately turned it over and they scored. So it was like, he was so close to having a good game, but instead it was a really bad game. 
They just kept getting beat. There's like no other way to say it. I feel yeah. like they just are not. What I noticed is that they kept leaving the back post wide open. So like every mm-hmm. goal or really good chance that Seattle had, the the guy was wide open. And they just like after once you should be able to correct that mistake and alter where you are and be able to talk more freely with the other defenders. And I just didn't see that happening. And that was pretty frustrating. Yeah, I will say all season that has been an issue. But the thing is, we when you play a team as good as Seattle, you do not get away with that as often as when we're playing other teams like Seattle is besides New England, the best team, one of the best teams in the league. It's going to be hard to take away open shots as much as Timelia can put pressure and be an amazing keeper. Our back post, our back line, we've talked all season, has been our weakest part of, of our team. Even today, you know, we we won by four goals, but we let up two. Like mm-hmm. it against had it the not... second to last team in the Western Conference. Yes, and yeah. so honestly, it's funny. And I'm just realizing this now. It draws an interesting parallel to uh, our other Kansas City team, the the Chiefs, who have this amazing offense, but a defense who can't stop the ball. Yeah, I guess so. When you said uh, Seattle's one of those teams that punish you, I just can't resist making fun of Minnesota because, yeah, if that had been against Minnesota, we probably would have gotten away with those defensive mistakes. Yes, 100%. But Seattle, I mean, yeah, they played so well. They punished our mistakes. And honestly, their defenders and wide midfielders did a great job shutting down Shallowy and Russell. Those guys could not get any space all night. And like that's who our attack goes through, especially with Polito on the bench. Mm-hmm. So I thought Seattle played great. I thought we played less than great, and yeah, it was frustrating. But there were moments that I I was really happy what I with what I saw from Sporting, but it was like almost too little, too late after they got their goal. I thought mm-hmm. things might be turning around, but it was just you know like the whole saying of like Kansas City is a second half city where it's like they don't really turn on the pressure or the passion until a little bit too late almost yeah seattle was the better team and i think it takes you know people who actually like really love soccer to be willing to admit that that we just did not play to our potential and you know what that happens yeah but maybe with cam duke in there (laughs) had we just subbed in cam duke it would have been a whole different game or polito was better at that point things would be different I know. Uh, All right. So let's move on from the Seattle game. We always like to try and move on from sad games. I know. (laughs) Dave, what was the game you and I were talking? We we were just like, we're just moving on. We talked. Yeah. Well, it was when we got absolutely housed by LAFC. Yep. That's what it was. we, We blitzed through that game. It can't have been more than like a minute and a half. And we're like, yep, all right, it's, it sucked. We were bad. Let's go on to the next game. <laughs> the episode right before that game happened, I think Dave said, oh, we'll get an easy road win at LA. <laughs> it's no big deal. Yeah, I can't remember what I said. But yeah, it, I was not worried about that game. And then they absolutely destroyed us. And it was humbling. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> let's blitz right on past. And let's move on to da-da, ding. Oh, boop. You you said Nothing. the thing already. It threw us off. I know. I was <laughs> moving into it. It was a shortened <laughs> song today. I'm taking you guys off 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 beat. All right. We have been moving on. For those of you, maybe if you missed last week's episode, we have moved on from term of the week to sporting Casey trivia um, because Dave was just hosing Remy in, in <laughs> like at, at this. It was not was, great. 
Speaking of humbling, I am nowhere near as good at, as Remy at the trivia. So I'm hoping this will be my redemption here. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, Sporting KC question of the week: What is the name of Sporting KC's official mascot? Blue. Is it? Does it have to be longer? I think that's right, but to be honest, I didn't know that. Also, so we why just, is it a dog? I don't know. We can just give the point to Remy. I think it's a dog because kids like dogs. Or sporting is blue, and that's the name of the yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why is why is the Chiefs mascot a wolf? I feel like I'm like, wrong, Riley. Why do I feel like I'm wrong? I don't know if they have a last name. Maybe Bowser? Blue I don't KC. Know. <laughs> okay. Remy, you are correct. It is Blue the dog. Yes. Oh, no way. It is yes. the dog. <laughs> wow. Blue the dog is SKC's official mascot. So This is the problem when you just take European soccer words and make them your team name. You don't have a good like <laughs> automatic choice for a mascot. It's I hope true. a child came up with that name because otherwise that's a little sad. <laughs> But uh, if a child did come up with it and you're listening, I think that's an A plus name and you are yes. awesome. And you're probably like 24 years old by now. <laughs> now I need to figure out why why it's a dog. Yeah, I, I never say, I never got that answer. I will say I'm looking at a, a Reddit thread right now that's like it's like today I learned the sporting KC is a mascot and it's a dog. And it's a photo of him on the sidelines and he he looks just like a grown man who just put on like it, it doesn't look like a mascot. Like it's not a huge it's, head. It's a human it's body not, with it's just yeah. gray and furry. Yes. Yes. He looks like my dad just went and put on a dog costume. It is just a person walking around in a dog costume. I don't know what I know, you guys like are most expecting. Mascots, you know, they've got like the big head or like they're like yeah. huge, like muscular or whatever. Like, or like the yeah. face is actually like the person's face is actually in the chest because the costume is so oversized. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's move on to happier times we had on Sunday. No, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong game. No, on the 29th, we yeah, read Yeah, this is a- the first episode we've had to talk about three sporting games. It's a in lot a week. of stuff. Uh, we had a 3 1 victory against Dallas FC, which was a wonderful game. Daniel Shallowy with the brace, Johnny Russell with a penalty in the 55th. Uh, with Ricardo Pepe getting a late goal to try and um, to try and bring him back, and also Dallas had the red card, which was when Johnny got his penalty in the fifty-fifth. Now, the first goal from Daniel Shallowy, fire, a thing of beauty. I, I, those are some of my favorite goals to watch because you never expect them. You always yeah. think that they're going to try to pass it in a little closer or try to be a defender one-on-one, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's in the back of the net. You cannot give Daniel Shallowy any space. Any space. Or yeah. he will slot he's it. He's just so dangerous, and I'm just, I'm just glad he's on our side, you know? Yeah, once he gets on that right foot, it's kind of over. He should be the MLS MVP. Now, I know all we do is watch sporting. Like, we're not watching Seattle. and Carlos Gill no, for New England. <laughs> we're not. But, I mean, I have this guy is putting on a show. And the stat they keep going back to right now is goals without penalties, in which I believe he is currently leading the league. And I yes. thought he was also leading in, like, goals plus assists. Like that that well. point number. Yes. I don't know if that's still accurate after this last weekend, but probably. I- 
I think it is. I mean, he hasn't slowed down. And last time I checked, yeah, he was in a clear first place in I that. I think if Sporting can go at least to the final four in the MLS tournament and Daniel gets close to the golden boot, then he's definitely going to win player of the year. Yeah. Do we know when do they do the uh, MVP voting? Like, is it before the playoffs? I is believe it? it's before playoffs. Oh. So hopefully the more goals he scores before playoffs start, the better chance he'll get. Yes. You don't want to make it where the playoffs can dictate because you may be the best player, but your team not make the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I am just constantly dumbfounded by this kid. He is. I keep saying kid, but he's older than me. Um, but still, oh, my gosh. And it's it's one of those like seasons of a lifetime. Right. And you hope. We, you know, we keep him around and he just keeps playing like this. And, you know, we're, we're going to run that 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 nice line of hopefully he stays just good enough to keep rolling the way he is, but not so good that we lose him to overseas. Like, yeah. it's that weird <laughs> yes. line. And I would love I'm not trying to hold Daniel Shallowy back, but I want these players with us. I don't want them going overseas. But we will do everything possible to keep him in Kansas City. And that's the bottom line. Yes. Uh, well, probably, I mean, I would not be surprised if he, if Gutierrez is dropped and then shallowly assigned to that DP role. Yeah, hopefully, because hopefully we can sign him and keep him around. Or using some of the Busio transfer money to get another designated player defender. That would also be good because our back line, as we've mentioned multiple times, desperately, desperately needs not help. our favorite place to be. I, I think just mainly the the right back and left back positions, though. I think with Fontas and Easy, like we're in pretty good shape. Center but back Easy hasn't been playing. Like we I know, need somebody else so that Elia can be pushed up. Yeah, he's been injured a bit, but I think like for the most part, he's he's looked really good when he's played. All right, let's jump on the last game real quick. I know we keep alluding to it, but the 4-2 win over Houston, which just happened. Uh, Johnny Russell gets two goals. Shallowy adds another, and Gotti Kinda adds one to his resume as well in this game. Dave, I know you wanted to talk about Johnny. Yeah, I think with him signing the new contract, it was just really cool to see how he's played ever since that news came out. I can't remember if it came out before or after the Dallas game, but he played great in that one. And then, you know, having this game against Houston, which we all hate Houston. So it's always extra sweet to beat them. And yeah, I mean, he just looked, he just looked great the whole time and his goal. um, I only got to watch the second half, but I got to see his goal and he made some defenders look really bad on that one. It was just, the classic, he gets the ball out wide and he just ran straight at the goal, got past about, I think, like two Houston defenders. It was super cool, super cool to see him re-signed. Um, I think he's a great leader and a great, you know, offensive threat. So really psyched to have him in our lineup for the next two years. I mean, I don't know how you can't be excited watching yeah. him play. Even when he's not scoring, he's still a leader. Like you, he, without him on the field, it's it's similar to back when Matt Beezer would be hurt or he would be out on international duty. Like you lose not just an extremely skilled player, but you lose the ability to have someone running that section of the field. I think just as our captain, he just provides a really steady presence on the team, and he steps up when we need him to more than any other player on the field. And I really appreciate that about him. He is still looking quite good and what i think is awesome about johnny is that you have these other 
stars like Daniel Shallowy is clearly outshining him this year. And it's not a frustration. Like every time he scores or every time you hear Johnny talk, he is so happy for, for Daniel and his success this year. And that shows just how much of a leader he is. He doesn't yeah. care about if he's scoring. He cares if the team is winning. One yeah. million percent. Yes, I totally agree. One of my favorite things about sporting as a whole is just they know when to be selfish as an offense and when to dish it out to give someone else the glory and not even saying like, oh, you haven't scored yet. I'm going to pass you the ball hoping that you score. No, it's it's the knowledge of, you know, just that comes with playing all your life of this angle is really tough. I'm definitely not going to score here. Mm-hmm. All right, I have a 10% chance of scoring. I'm going to dish it to Daniel who has a 60% chance of scoring. And being happy just as much as if you had scored it yourself. I I noticed that in the Houston game when I was watching today. I noticed it in um, I noticed it even in the Seattle game, even though we lost. I think that's one of the best things about this team is we're all here, or they're all here for each other, and that's kind of rare, especially when you know Daniel has the golden boot on the line. And and yeah, since you mentioned Daniel Shallowy, I was just going to add. Um... He had a great example of that in this last game against Houston for Gotti Kinda's goal, Sporting's third. It was an awesome give and go. I can't remember. I want to say Kinda passed to Espinoza or something, but they fed Daniel Shallowy with this through ball and he yeah. just like perfectly touched it on. It was and a Kinda beautiful was, run by Kinda. It was awesome. And Kinda was running onto him. He rounded the keeper. It was honestly like an amazing team goal, For but it sure. just goes to show, I mean, you've got so many teams that have like divas and they're fighting over who takes the penalty. And then mm-hmm. sporting KC, you have, Daniel Shallowy, like our star player vying for the MVP, the golden boot. And yet he's still like facilitating. He sets up Kinda, you know, he lets Johnny Russell take the penalties and doesn't complain. Like a lot of guys in that position would be like, no, like I need every goal I can possibly get. But yeah, I think it's really cool just to see the ethic of like the Peter Vermees coached team and how supportive they are of each other. My gosh. All right. Well, hey, do either of you guys got any any last tidbits you'd like to throw in here before we before we move on? Well, before we wrap up, um, something cool that's happening tonight, even though by the time this episode airs, it will have already happened. But Seattle, the current um, second place holder of the Western Conference, is playing Colorado, which is currently in the third spot. As of right now, sporting is back at top on the top uh, number one in the Western Conference. So. I think we're hoping for a tie, right, guys? Yeah, uh, let's because we'll still have a goal differential, which will place us on top. And then we don't have Colorado's already on our heels, but then they're not, you know, one point on our heels. Yeah, but I would say I'm always down for Seattle to lose. So that would be the second best thing that happened. I mean, the West is always hard, right? Like it's it's never easy being a team in the Western Conference, especially at the top, because everyone is so even up there. Yeah. New England kind of is like an anomaly this year because I feel like they're always dead last like mm-hmm. every year and then just all of a sudden they just shot up. Yeah, they're killing it. All right. I well, hope that both teams lose tonight. I <laughs> hope be amazing. that they are both found in violation of some sort of MLS rule. And, and they get negative five points each. Is both Beautiful. Yes, point subtraction. <laughs> 
All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Our next sporting game is against Vancouver on the 17th. So we, as a team, are actually going to be taking next week off. So it'll be two weeks until a new episode. Uh, We'll be recording before the Vancouver game, give you guys a preview of that, talk about some news that happens in our our rest period, and then also be looking forward to playoffs because, guys, we are very close to playoff season right now. And I know, I see all the tension. I'm like excited and nervous. And speaking of news that's happening, what's happening next weekend, Riley? Next, on Sunday is my birthday. And so Robin has a big weekend planned for us. And so that is one reason why I am excited to take next weekend off. Everyone make sure to go on our Instagram and wish Riley a happy birthday. Oh, thanks, guys. On Sunday. Uh, All right, so... Again, we're going to be taking next week off, so we'll see you guys in two weeks. We'll have an episode out that Tuesday uh, previewing the playoffs. But until then, Remy, where can people find us? On Instagram. Woo! Yay! Um, I liked it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm running out of ideas. So, yeah, that's where we are. But, yeah, you can follow us at One Sporting Way Pod. I love it. We do like Instagram. I know Remy's been putting some stuff up, and some people have been uh, DMing us, sliding into the One Sporting Way DMs, which is always fun. Uh, but yeah, it's great. And Dave, got any last things before we head out? Yeah, email us your listener questions because we've got our kind of week off next week, but then after that, we're probably going to be doing another like listener question episode so instagram's a great way to get in touch with us um if you prefer email it's uh one sporting way pod at gmail.com um we put all that in all of our episode notes so yeah send us your questions we really appreciate the ones we got last time and we're looking for more so yeah all right up. thank you for listening get drop us a rating on itunes uh or google podcast wherever you're listening Tell your friends, tell your dog, tell your cat. (laughs) Uh, We'd love to have all of you as our listeners. And I want to thank you all again because we all love doing this. An excuse to talk about soccer is always a good excuse. So thank you guys for potting with me. And uh, oh my gosh. I'm I'm just so emotional about the potting potting verb really got you there. It got me. I'm just so emotional, guys. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you all next time right down here on One Sporting Way. Ding.